0: Hello and welcome back to the Chatter K Podcast, where uh, Connor and I usually discuss mo- uh, media in the form of reviews or topical-based discussions. Obviously now we're doing this rotation of one week, it's both of us, next week it's just me. But obviously I gave him an extra bit of time off after Christmas, so it's just me again this time. I was drinking Thomas Hughes and today I'm going to be doing... Basic continuation of what a uh, podcast I did at the end of last year, the last one I did of the year, which was obviously the top 10 movies, TV, and video games of 2023, I'm going to continue that with my most anticipated uh, movies, video games, TV shows of 2024. Um, I could have done this last week, but it, it felt better, more right just doing the Alan Wake review since I literally just finished that, so it made more sense doing that. Move my mic over a little bit here um Okay, so I'm just gonna get straight into this. I've got on my other screen right now, instead of having it on my phone. um I'll be kicking it off with movies. Obviously, all three of these lists. There's probably plenty of other things that would have gone onto them if I would spotted them. These are the the ones I've actually chosen. The ones that if I've, I've scrolled through like loads of lists online, and these are the ones that have jumped ahead of me. Obviously, they've, got, they've actually got confirmed release dates for 2024, I believe. Uh, if they haven't, then my bad. But yeah, so there probably is plenty of others that I could have put on this list uh, if I spotted it, but oh well. I guess trying to put in uh, number 10 on um, the movies, which is going to be Dune Part 2. let see, I saw Dune 1. I did get to see it in cinema, so that's probably why I wasn't as jumping at the gun at the first one. Uh, when I, After I watched it, I wasn't like, wow, this is amazing. I was like, this is pretty good. Uh it probably would have been better to see it in cinema. I did say that after I watched it, it was like this probably would have been better on the big screen with the sound of the cinemas blasting it the soundtrack out to you. Um so I'm looking forward to actually being able to see the second one in cinema. Obviously, the trailers that released for it look pretty good. Um so I am actually kind of interested in checking this one out. Obviously, I've put it in ten because obviously the said wasn't the biggest fan of the first one, but I gave it the benefit of the doubt because of not being able to see it in the cinema where it probably was built to be watched so that's why I've slid this in number 10 obviously it comes out in March this was obviously one that was meant to come out in November because it pretty much booked out all the IMAX cinemas but of course writer strikes actor strikes everything caused this to not even happen uh, so they pushed it back so they actually could have people promote the movie Um so obviously, it comes out Second week of March, I think it is first, first second week of March. So I'll be checking that out pretty much as soon as it comes out. Um, okay, number nine for me is I'm pretty certain it's got a 2024 release day and it's Beetlejuice Two, uh, the long-awaited sequel to the Tim Burton classic that is Beetlejuice. I'm not going to say it three times. Very close there. Um, see, so yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Obviously, Mark Keaton's back as the titular character, which. I'm looking forward to love Mark in it. I think he's hilarious. He's one of my favourite actors. I'm looking forward to seeing him bring back a character that I grew up watching a lot of, um, either by watching him in the movie or watching the animated show, because I have seen a, quite a few episodes of the animated expansion of the universe. So I am very look, much looking forward to the sequel. Obviously, I would have put it higher, but for me, a lot of the movies I've got higher are ones that I'm probably going to jump at the gum a lot more for. Don't get me wrong, I'm looking forward to this, but obviously it's one of those ones where it's a long-delayed sequel. Like, it's it's one of those ones that should have probably come out years ago. Um, and obviously they're hit and miss, these types of movies. are. So, I mean, for every hit, like, for example, Guys for Staff, love, love that movie. Can't wait for the second one, which I'll get to hear of soon enough. Um, but then look at something like... Uh, Recent one, obviously, the Chicken Room movie, it was good, it just wasn't outstanding. Um, and then you got other ones that like Jumanji, uh, great, love both of those, uh, two later entries. But then you got Dumb and Dumber 2, again, a comedy sequel to a movie from decades ago that was also an animated series at one point. And Dumb and Dumber 2 sucked ass, it was dreadful, it was nowhere near as good as the original, so. I'm hoping this doesn't fall into that category. At the same time, Tim Burton's for me, he's kind of hit and miss lately. Obviously, you got a hit with his Wednesday series, but Dumbo was okay. It wasn't amazing, but it was okay. So I'm hoping this is another back to form for Burton, uh, especially the cast he's got. He's got quite a good cast for this movie, so fingers crossed on this one that it's actually turned out to be pretty good. Um, okay, number eight for me is going to be Godzilla X-Kong New Empire. Um, love the monsterverse, Uh, enjoyed all four in their own ways, I've enjoyed the TV series currently of Godzilla, Uh, well, the Monarch technically, because there's just the plot points, is barely barely in it, I spoke about that in the top 10 video for TV shows, and it felt right putting this in there, yes, I wasn't the biggest fan of Godzilla vs. Kong, but I've rewatched it over Christmas, enjoyed it a bit more than I did when I first watched it, and the second time i watched it and the third time so it's took about four times before i've actually gone okay this actually isn't as bad as i remember it being so I'm, I'm looking forward to this it look the trailer looks a lot of fun um it looks exciting um and I've, obviously i've heard the monster action is supposed to be pretty good from test screenings and there's supposed to be like a, a huge amount of like moments where it's less storing just monster fights and i'm all for that um so i'm hoping this is back on track after obviously Godzilla vs. Kong dropped me a little bit at the time, but i say so far that I don't think they've, they've really done a bad entry. I say, even though I wasn't a big fan of Godzilla vs. Kong, it wasn't a bad entry, and I think all four movies have done so far, the t- two TV shows I've done, because obviously they did the anime, Kong series, all six entries so far have been pretty solid uh, entries to a universe, so I have no doubt that this is going to be another decent enough entry, and so I'm hoping it, it's one step above Godzilla vs. Kong, because they haven't got their baggage of being a versus movie anymore it's a team-up movie so it's less of that baggage of i want this character th- i want kong to win on godzilla to win it's less of that it's more of well, we need them both to win this fight here so i'm hoping that helps this be a much better movie than its predecessor um so number seven for me obviously i will tip over godzilla uh, x kong because i've loved all three entries so far and that is kingdom of the planet of the apes These obviously Sequel set like fucking is it like three hundred years or something stupid like that after War for the Planet of the Apes? Uh, obviously, this one brings in a new director. Obviously, the guy who made the Maze Runner trilogy. So I enjoy the Maze Runner trilogy. Uh, the first one's great, second one's alright, third one's alright. Um, it's okay. It's a decent enough trilogy. Uh, so I'm interested to see where they go with this. Obviously, the trailer they dropped before Christmas obviously shows uh, a more classic Planet of the Apes look rather than where the obviously previous trilogy was which is kind of building up to that type of movie, this is obviously at that point where it is uh, the old-school Planet the Apes style of style of universe where humans are kind of the backbone of existence fully, compared to the apes who are now, like the dominant species which obviously was kind of getting there with the previous trilogy but there was still the case of humanity fighting back, whereas this looks like less of that it looks more of just the apes and the humans are being kind of hunted um so i'm looking forward to seeing where this goes i'm hoping it's not a letdown because as i say uh rise of the planet of the apes was a good first entry dawn of the planet of apes was a solid solid sequel and war for the Planet apes was a great conclusion to that trilogy with a heartfelt very heartbreaking ending sorry so i'm hoping this continues on and has a decent entry cause especially since I think this are supposed to like a start a new trilogy, a new chapter in this universe. So I'm hoping it's at least where Rise was. Obviously, Minimum, that's where I want this Minimum to be. Obviously, Maximum would obviously be where War was. But any, anything between them is where I want this movie to to be in terms of my enjoyment. So, fingers crossed that they knock out the park with this. I think it comes out in the summer, this one, does it? Is it May-June time? I think it's June. So... Uh, Fingers crossed, this is actually a really, really solid sequel. Um, I'm pretty sure most of these movies are near as sequels apart from one. I got one. And a prequel, technically, so we'll see. Uh, Anyway, so number six for me is going to be Ghostbusters. uh, Yeah, Afterlife Frozen Empire. Uh, Obviously, Afterlife 2, which is called Frozen Empire. Uh, The second entry in the the new trilogy of Ghostbusters entries. Um... Obviously, this is a different director from the last one, a bit like King of the Planet of the Aces, a different director. Um, which is, obviously, so far, Dune, Bill Juice and Kong have all got the same directors. Obviously, the two are currently spoke, speaking about uh, two Obviously, they, they've gone away from their previous director and got in a new one. Um, but I'm interested with in this one because the trailer looked pretty good. Um, I like the idea of it being more wide scale. I mean, the whole New York is fully affected. I like that idea. Um, they kind of sort of did that with a reboot, but obviously the reboot, the writing was just terrible, so it sucked ass. Um, but this one, I pretty sure it's the same writers behind it. It's got the same cast, pretty much. It. it's got new cast members, and the new cast members are going to be great because I've seen a couple of them obviously in other things, and they're hilarious in them. So they they're going to fit right into this movie. Obviously, the villain you haven't seen too much, but obviously it's the fact that like, they're able to create an entire frozen New York shows that they're going to be a fucking pain in the arse to deal with. I mean, poor Rudd's back. Who can't love poor Rudd? He's hilarious. I mean, after Only Miller's in the building, Series 3, I'd, what can you say? He's just such a such a good actor. Such a kind of comedic presence. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to it. Plus, unlike the last one where obviously it wasn't really till the end that the OG cast came back into it, I think they're pretty much going to be in a decent chunk of this one. So, again, I'm looking forward to that. It's less of You're waiting for them to turn up, and it's more of they're there to help and deal with this threat, so that's going to be fucking cool. And that one, I think, is another one that comes out in March. It's another one that was supposed to be 2023, but got delayed. I think that one is March. Uh, I will double-check that
1: uh, on IMDb real quick. Uh, Ghostbusters. Frozen Empire. Comes out... Where is the release? Uh, it says March 24th in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Because Dune, Dune is March. God's diverse, X-Kong is
0: April. King of the Planet of the Apes, I believe, is June. Uh, King of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, I believe it's June. E- uh, May, sorry, actually. May. So I was right the first attempt at guessing that. yeah 2, I don't think, has a release date.
1: Uh, at least I don't think it does. Beetlejuice to oh, it does apparently September.
2: I
0: didn't think it had a release date yet. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so yeah, obviously, that's this is another one that was delayed because of all the strikes, so they couldn't actually finish it. So it's going to in March this year. And as I say, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I, I enjoyed Afterlife, it, it was a shock how good it was. I really enjoyed it. Um, that was, it, uh, was another one that came out during the COVID
2: era wasn't it
0: uh, Ghostbusters I'm ghost it comes up with everything but Ghostbusters Uh, 2021 yeah so it came out obviously the back end of that So it's the point where cinemas still weren't as big I mean Spider-Man is what really kickstarted it back up for cinemas heavily so yeah so it shot me how, how great that was a sequel and I can't wait for this next one Um, Okay, so I'm going to move on real quick now to my fifth one, which is an actual horror film. So This is my only horror film I've got in here, because I can't think of anything else that's really coming out in 2024 that's horror related, but this one, after watching the guy's last film, I'm interested. Obviously, I've seen one of his other films before that, and I didn't like it, but I liked the last one, and I mean, this one is an actual story that's He's adapting to big screen again. And that's going to be Nosferatu. Obviously directed by the guy who made The Witch. Directed by the same guy who made Northman. You say shush, but then you kick everything heading into the room. To make the biggest sounds possible. You can take them downstairs, you realise. Instead of the static sitting there. You're say shush, and you're making so much fucking noise. I hate you to bits.
1: <laughs> you, you're putting me off here. <laughs> go on, go back downstairs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> God damn it! Uh, so yeah, I've seen for *My Mother's Angry*, then *The Witch*, uh, which I have yet to see. I need to watch that one. Uh, obviously, made *The Lighthouse*, which I didn't like for shit. Um, and made um, Northam which I fucking loved a bit. But this one again is another one with an all-star cast. Um it comes out Christmas. This one does this is a weird one. I'm surprised they didn't drop it in uh October. Um would help us put this router right on the computer. Um but yeah, it's supposed to be Oh,
2: have they changed the date.
1: Right, so this is the actual on December twenty fifth, twenty twenty four. Uh
0: but then it says when you type it in twenty twenty five release date, but Everywhere else says 2024. I'm going to fucking just double check
1: this. I'm going to keep it on my list just in case because it's going to be pretty much. It's 2024 into 2025 for some places. I'm hoping the UK
0: is 2024 because I watch it just after. It's supposed to come out at Christmas. So I would probably watch it just after Christmas. So fingers crossed it's not fucking. It doesn't. Coming in twenty twenty five, but yeah, I'll I'll, throw it, I'll still throw it in here because I'm interested. I like a good vampire tale. Obviously, this one it's one of the OG vampires up there. With obviously, uh, a classic Dracula sort of tale. Nurse Friday right, it's, it's been done a couple of times now. I mean, the black and white one is iconic. Um, I mean, it's that iconic. They use using in a lot of other things. Like it's, I mean, since SpongeBob, for fuck's sake, they use the Nurse Friday joke multiple fucking times. Um, especially lately. Um, so I am I am looking forward to seeing what. Obviously the director does a bit, because, I say, I mean, the cast, he's got... i got Prime Video, I don't give a shit. Um He's got Nicholas Holt, Aaron Tyler Johnson, William Dafoe, Bill Skarsgård, who's obviously playing uh, Count Orlock. He's got Lily Rose Depp, uh, Ralph Ineson. So it, it's got a really good cast. So... I'm looking forward to see what, see what Robert Eggers does with this. So, obviously, I
2: know The Witch is... He's probably... He's, more popular
0: one, I'd say. I think it is on so far. Obviously, Northam was probably the furthest away from his horror roots, but obviously, it still had them sprinkled in there because obviously, it's more of a Viking tale. But the previous two are very more horror, so um, obviously, he's going back to a full horror movie. Obviously, this time is obviously there's, since there's some images online. I'm in mean, looking at some right now of William Defoe I think he's playing the vampire hunter in it, sort of cackling. Uh, the picture of Nicholas Holt with some weird vampire hands next to him which I'm guessing is going to be uh, Bill Scott—that's Skarsgård and there's an image of him looking at him eating something so uh, I am looking forward to it there's not much out in terms of information apart from uh, just the images uh, when they drop the first trailer that's going to be an interesting watch so I'll just move straight into my, my four now uh, which is going to be Sonic 3 another one which comes out at Christmas um I'll just double check the actual fall This says 20th of December, so this is right before Christmas. So I feel like that could make a killing over the Christmas period because it's, it shows a, a good slot. I mean, Wonka uh, came out the start of December and it did pretty well over the weeks up until Christmas. Um, so, so I feel like this, this one's probably, again, another good family film to drop over the Christmas months. And it's obviously looked out because Avatar obviously dropped out of its, its slot. Because that was gonna that was due out this year at the same uh, at the same point, so it it's got lucky and that's moved away, so it's able to have its release date. I swear there's some else like that's actually on its same release date. Um us type in December twenty twenty four movies? I swear there's some else that was like is due to release the exact same time I was like, what the fuck? Um
2: I'm looking at some of these,
0: I mean, there's some of them I could definitely have chucked on. Is
2: it 100% coming out this year?
0: I don't know. It's the thing. Sometimes some of them don't obviously aren't 100% sure if they actually are dropping this year. Which is that's why I kind of haven't put some of them on there. Could have put Comfort Panda on there. Shit. Yeah. Oh well. There's definitely
1: one that would have gone in there if uh, I actually looked for the list properly. Um. I don't know.
2: I
0: swear, I swear there's something else dropping at the same time as Sonic. But still, I think for a family film, it's the right thing to drop. This one's got Shadow in it. That's why it's so high on my list. Love Shadow Hedgehog. Love the tease in the last one. I've loved both movies uh, so far, especially Sonic 2. Uh, it was a, a great sequel and it set up this world to be really good. And I can't wait for the Knuckles series, I think, in that year this year. I'm not too sure, that's why, again, I haven't put it on my list, because I'm not 100% sure if that's coming out before or after Sonic 3. But still, I know this one, that they were able to film during the, obviously a lot of the, specifically the actor strikes, because they just used uh, the little CGI stuff, and then obviously they are gonna they did the actor stuff afterwards. So, again, this is another one when the trailer drops, so I'm going to be very much looking forward to it, because it's going to be so cool seeing Shadow the Hedgehog in action uh, on the big screen. So yeah, uh, so number three is another one that's it's been a while since the last one came out. I think t- twenty fourteen the last one, which is uh, a 2014, twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, I think it was actually. So that was Fu- the Furious and the Mad Max saga. This one is obviously this is the prequel to Fury Road, which I get. As uh, top of my head, I don't think it's twenty fifteen. If I'm wrong, that's on me. I pretty sure it's twenty fifteen though. Just remember when I was in college. That's the that's the way to remember it because I remember watching it when I was in college. Uh So, yeah, obviously, this is the first one, yeah, obviously, first Mad Max movie since then. Obviously, it's dealing with, obviously, uh, Charlize Theron's Furious character. This one played by Anna joy who has been great in everything she's done as of late. So, I'm looking forward to see what how she brings a younger Furious to the big screen. And I, I fucking Chris Hemsworth, the villain of this movie, and he looks fucking insane during it, the trailer for it. So, I'm, I, I just can't wait, cause Mad Max Fury Road is one of my all-time favourite films, it's so fucking good, the visuals are incredible, I know a lot of people complained with the trailer for this one, that the visuals weren't as outstanding, but, that could be a trailer, uh, there's, there's still time for them to work on, I mean, it comes out, when's it due out, uh, it's the summer, isn't it, uh, according to this, May, so they've got some time to fucking start fucking around a bit, a bit more, so we'll see. If they actually do, if that, obviously, what we saw in the trailer is the final digital look. But I, can't, I don't think it will, but I think that if it's anything like Fury Road, it'll fucking it'll look outstanding. That's why I've got it so high on this fucking list. Um, okay, so number two, then for me, is going to be Joker 2, which is, like, it's got a funky name at the end of it. Which is obviously the sequel to, obviously, their fucking hit of a Joker movie, uh, which I earned over, like, a billion dollars at the box office. It did so fucking well. It was such a good fucking film. And I like, I'm like, I put this one so high because I'm liking the fact that they're swapping up. It's going for the musical side of it. It's becoming more crazy. It's going more, It's got more joke. It's going more crazy. Obviously, they're getting Harley into it. It's Lady Gaga's playing her. And like, this, the this, the idea sounds on paper, it sounds like Heather Fox's that going to work uh, for a Joker movie, but at the same time, you're like, I can actually imagine that. I can picture that working so well. I feel like that's why it's so high on my list. I mean, 2019 was when Joker came out, I think, off the top of my head. Um, so it's been a while again since that one. I think it was
2: 2019. Was it
0: 2019? 2019, yep. So this one is obviously duo October. October. Um, so yeah, I'm interested to see how they handled the musical side of it. Uh, I think Lady Gaga, if you're going for the musical one, she's probably what is a good, a good choice for Harley I mean, she's quite big at the moment in terms of a lot of the acting uh, she's been doing So it'd be interesting to see again how that's handled and, and as I say, I love the first Joker movie, so I'm all for this may not be a big musical fan But as a few musicals like that I do enjoy and I'm hoping this is another one uh, Okay, again so then number one for me is another superhero project which is one of the biggest ones for me of the year which is why I'm currently wearing the t-shirt which is obviously going to be Deadpool 3. I mean it's the only MCU movie coming out in 2024. Um, Brings back Wolverine. It's doing a lot of connection to the Fox universe and it's kind of wrapping up the Fox side of it. So it's getting the nostalgia of that and it's pulling a No Way Home. Uh, Being the nostalgia of the, the old Fox X-Men's hopefully maybe even fantastic fours who knows what they're going to do with this fucking movie They're bringing all them back um into one big entry and then it's, I I think I feel like this is the fact that obviously I love the first two deadpools so that's why this would always be my top 10 but the fact that I got Hugh Jackman to come back as Wolverine I'm hoping it's not a fuck up for the fact that Logan was a perfect out for him so I'm hoping it's not a fuck up in that sense uh because, obviously, I mean, the look of him and the images that are released, obviously, he's in the proper fucking Wolverine outfit for, for a change. That, for me, just screams amazing. So I'm hoping it's less of, oh, why couldn't they just left it? He had a perfect ending in Logan. Why have you to mess with it? I'm hoping it's less of me going like that, more of me going, fucking, that was a movie It was amazing. It's the one movie that I've been looking forward to for ages. And obviously they keep dropping all these fucking images of the, obviously, well, let's say dropping The People keep leaking the image of the sets. And I keep glancing at some of them. And I'm like these look pretty cool. So I'm um, I'm looking forward to seeing, obviously, Ryan Reynolds back as Deadpool for the first time in the MCU. I'm looking forward to seeing Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine, fully in the outfit. I'm looking to see we'll see what else, other surprises they have in store for us for this movie because it could be great. And obviously, this is probably going to build then into their first X Men movie, which they'll eventually drop in the MCU. So yeah, that's, that's that's my top ten movies of the year. I actually didn't miss. I'm hoping I still don't miss one in the, the TV shows and video games because I keep fucking... I know last time, the top 10, especially the TV show, I fucking jumped a number. And so far, I'm going through my list and I haven't missed one, so that's good. Um, So now I'm going to jump into TV shows. Uh, Again, there's there's plenty out there I could have probably added to this. There's plenty out there I probably have missed. Um, But at a slight glance, these are the ones that I'm hoping... I, I know most of them. I think there's only two on here that 50-50% um, are they actually coming out this year. And there's one that may get pushed out into next year because it's quite late in the year one. But for now, they are either rumoured or confirmed for 2024. So, fingers crossed they stick to those release dates. Uh, Okay, so number 10 for me is going to be My Hero Academia Series 7. Loved uh, My Hero so far. Obviously got brought into it thanks to Hayden and Connor. Um, obviously I kept seeing kind of watching obviously Hayden kept pushing me for ages to watch it and I finally sat there and watched it and I binged through loads of it and I've I've been enjoying it ever since obviously I enjoyed series six I thought series six was a really good series I'm looking forward to see where the story goes in series seven I've never read the manga of it so obviously it keeps me uh on my obviously since they adapt obviously it into the anime obviously if I read the manga then when I'm watching the anime i would be like oh that's pretty cool I've seen that in the manga, but. Since I don't do that, it's the case of me just being shocked when I see someone. Like, oh, I didn't expect that. So I, I like to uh, just be in that sort of realm of I didn't I didn't expect that to happen. Oh, that's pretty cool. Rather than just going, oh, I saw that adapted else elsewhere. So yeah, there's not, there's not much to say on it because I don't think they haven't really dropped too much about it. They dropped like a little teaser for it, and obviously the re- release date. It's going to be middle of the year, so I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with series seven. Um, okay, so number nine for me is one that's supposed to be coming out at the back end of 2024, and that's going to be uh, Max's The Penguin. Uh, obviously, formerly you known as HBO Max, obviously no, it's just Max, weird name. Uh, obviously, their follow-up to The Batman. Obviously, it's the Colin uh, ba- uh, Farrell's The Penguin series. And I'm not confident what they do with this, because obviously The Batman, for me, was like one of the best films of... Uh, 2022 it was it was incredible it was a great uh revival for the batman series and he was and very much an outstanding character in it. even though he wasn't the main major character obviously his portrayal of the penguin was really good uh, it's, it definitely felt more of a gangster than the comical penguins obviously they had some moments when you you look at him and he could giggle but he was more of a serious role and i'm happy that they've given me his own series and i'm, I'm a Obviously, I enjoyed Gotham. So I'm hoping this is another solid uh, Batman-less series. I know, obviously, you have Bruce Wayne in Gotham. But obviously, it was more about Gordon. Obviously, he was eventually just slowly in the background building up to becoming Batman. Uh, Whereas, you say, you look at Smallville where the whole point was him building up to be Superman. That was the full centre focus was Gotham. The Batman building up was more of a second storyline whereas this obviously is batman lesson it's fully focused on penguin and i'm guessing it's going to be dealing with the aftermath of the batman obviously it'd be interesting if it was a prequel because obviously it could set him up for that movie but at the same time i'd be interested to see a sequel because at least then you wouldn't have to worry about obviously the batman sequel dealing with penguin again you could bring him back later on so i, I like the fact that they spun it off instead of utilizing him in the same sort of role maybe in the a sequel I'm happy to see how this works. I mean, Joker got his run as a main star, so it makes sense that obviously another big Batman character, being the Penguin, gets his run. So I'm, in, I guess I'm very interested to see how it's handled, and I'm just looking forward to another entry in the obviously Reeves uh, Batman verse. Um, so f- fingers crossed it doesn't get pushed out this year. Okay, so number eight for me is one that's coming out in February, which is Avatar: Last Airbender on Netflix. Uh, though I haven't finished the actual animated Avatar Spender series, uh, I'm still looking forward to the live-action one. I'm hoping if I watch it, maybe it'll draw me back into the animated series, because I've done that plenty of times with a lot of live-action adaptions. I've watched them and then been drawn back into watching the animated versions of them. I'm hoping this is another one. I mean, the, the, what they've released so far, the trailers look really good. I mean, it looks way better than the fucking M. Night Shyamalan version they did all those years ago. That was awful. So... As I said, the visuals look really good. The casting is fucking perfect for this one. It, they've got everything right pretty much compared to that M. Night version. Um so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's another. I'm hoping Netflix don't let us down with this one. I mean, the last time they brought an animated show to live action was obviously fucking. Um, one Piece. Obviously, that was really fucking good. But then they've been known to release other ones like, uh, adaptions of stuff, i.e., you look at, say, like, uh, Deaf Nose, uh, K-Boy Bebop, uh there's, there's a few others there that haven't been received as well. So I'm hoping, so I think the creators of the actual animated shows were originally involved with this and then dropped out uh, during production because they had disputes or something like that. So I'm hoping it's a, a good series and not a letdown because, as I say, it looks good. But looks can be deceiving. Um, okay, so then number seven is one that got announced as being released. I think it said November. And that's Arcane season two. Obviously, the League of Legends anime series that obviously uh, Netflix released a couple of years back. And let's I, I say the reason I'm looking forward to this is I'm not a League of Legends fan. I just happened to check out Arcane because I kept hearing some good stuff about it. I was like, I'm going to check it out. Don't know anything about League of Legends gonna watch it, see what it's like. And I was blown away but I love the animation of it. I love the characters. Um I love the wall building they did in it. It was a really, really fun and great series. So I was like, okay, yep, yeah, this needs a second series. They announced it. It was like, okay, when's it gonna happen? And then they dropped it the I think it was last week. Was it the, I think it's last week. The other day. I can't remember. Uh that it was coming out in November. So yeah, I'm all for this. There's not too much to talk about for this because they haven't really dropped too many details. All they dropped is a little short trailer. Obviously, his character looking at like uh, some green fucking glowing, obviously light on him, and there's like some sort of monster, and that's all they've dropped. So there's not really too much to say about it until those, obviously they start again releasing footage of it. So as I say I, I, I'm looking forward to it. We'll, we'll just see see how it goes late in this year. Okay, so number six is one that's literally... By the time this goes out, it would have started airing. Uh, I say started airing, completed airing, because it's doing it all at once. But I thought I'd put it on there because the previews I've been seeing recently and a lot of the uh, little footages that they've been releasing just to tease it up, and the promotional material for it they've been dropping, has been drawing me heavily in, which is Echo, the follow-up to Hawkeye Series 1. Obviously, the spin-off to it focusing on obviously Maya Lopez and obviously it's continuing her journey, kind of a redemption and revenge against uh, Kingpin. Obviously to see uh, Vincent D'Oferio back as Kingpin is great. And I said, so the footage, of the release of fire, I mean, for the fact that it's supposed to be, I think that obviously in America it's dubbed as TVMA, which is obviously it's con- constantly warning people of the violence in it. I'm just like, Oh, that sounds good. That sounds really fucking good. I mean, the preview they released of Daredevil fighting them was just. I'm, I'm blown away by it. I don't know how people are complaining that it looks so fucking slow. It looks like the Netflix Daredevil fucking series. And that's all we want. We just want them to do it like the Netflix Daredevil series and integrate it into the MCU. And that's what they've done with this, obviously, sequence. And. They've also now kind of canonised the Netflix dead level show in general by utilising a heavy amount of footage in their recent Kingpin trailer for the show. So I can't wait for... I think it's... the I, I think the UK is the 10th. I think uh, US is 9th. So I think it's the 10th for the UK. So again, by the time this episode goes out, it would have started airing. I'm hoping that as soon as I've, obviously this episode has gone out, I'm just like, that show was fucking incredible. It was so good. Um, it's definitely one of my favourite Marvel shows so I'm hoping that's my reaction afterwards I mean at some point I'll probably review it because we seem to be going through a lot of the MCU ones, I think the only ones we haven't done so far is uh, Loki Season 2 obviously Secret Invasion and the What If ones, we pretty much covered most of the other ones so far so obviously at some point we'll, I'll try and jump on and actually give a verdict if it was as good as I hoped or if it was a bit of a letdown. Uh okay so Number five for me. Do I go with that or not? Um,
2: I'm gonna drop it that one down a peg actually real quick. Because I've changed my mind on that one. I'm looking forward to that, but at the same time I'm looking
0: forward to that a bit more. Uh so okay, so my five for me is gonna be a show that I'm 50% sure is coming out this year. Um even with all the writers' strikes earlier last year and the actors' strikes, I'm pretty sure they're going to start production it soon. And I can't see coming getting in 2025. I can see them getting the production pretty quick because it's not really a, something that, like, say, like a Marvel show that requires digital, digital effects and shit like that. It's pretty tame. Obviously, it's just literally just acting, so it doesn't require much, much. Post production and shit like that, so I'm hoping it does come out this year. and That's only Birds in the building. Season four, obviously, season three was an incredible follow up to the first two. Paul Rudd was in it. There's a lot of guest stars in it. It's a really fun case of so, them uh, trying to sort of basically Paul Rudd's murder. So I, I like that. So I'm I'm hoping they do, as I said in my top ten, that they do another like sort of guest star, and that's the case. They're trying to solve this this guest star's murder for that series. So and I know it ended obviously. Did it end setting up? I can't fucking. Know. It's been a while since I watched Series Three on Prison. I ended setting up Series Four. Um, but yes, yeah, I said I'm not gonna go into too much detail on this because it's not 100 percent guaranteed it's coming out this year. As say for the fact that it's not like one of these MCU shows or uh, an animated show that requires a lot, a lot, a lot of work. I'm hoping that it can get through production still at its pace. Maybe not meet meeted summer deadline, but it might meet a later in the year deadline. Um, so that'd be like, pretty cool. I mean, they could easy like I'm hoping at some point that they could do like a like a series that's like a more festive one. I think I saw the case at Christmas or uh, something like that, be, or like Halloween. That'd be pretty cool. So I say fingers crossed it does come out this year, and it's not delayed. Uh, so number four then for me is going to be uh the four light series that's coming to Amazon, obviously i played it, uh, a couple of the Fallout games. I've enjoyed them. Obviously, I think what's drawing me to this the most is the fact that it's made by the same creators who made Westworld. So that's a big draw for me. Obviously, it's got the Amazon budget behind it. Bigger draw there. Um, and the the previews they've dropped, the trailer they've dropped for it. The production design looks incredible. Um, it looks like they've got it spot on. I mean, the fact that they've obviously got people behind Fallout obviously to... Uh, Bethesda they're actually being there and helping, uh, involved essentially. So it's I'm hoping it's it's an it's a knockout at the park for Amazon. I'm hoping it's a, an a, another step in the direction of a good video game adaption I'm hoping it follows in the steps of The Last of Us and shows that video game adaptations can work if the right people are working on it. Um. Okay, and so then number three is another one that I'm not 100% certain is out this year, but I'm hoping it's back end of this year, and that is going to be What We Did in the Shadows Series 6, which is the last series of that show. Love this series, this franchise to bits. I mean, this, the five seasons so far and the film are hilarious. The five seasons especially are hilarious. The film is pretty good, but the series itself is so good. The characters are hilarious. And I'm just looking, I'm interested to see, for the last series, what these get up to. Um... I'm interested to know if they knew, obviously, because I know it starts production in, supposed to be this month. So I I wonder if they knew that Series 6, obviously, because they didn't get announced until recently that it was the last series. But I wonder if they knew already it was, was, and if so, are they going to intertwine that into some sort of, some plots within it? Or are they just going to work it like they have the most series where it just ends normal? Um, I know there's only like one series that didn't do that one it was obviously the Colin Robinson becoming a baby again um, but most have pretty much ended normal so I'll be interested to see how if they knew already and if they're going to do that as into the story to wrap it all up because obviously there's a few things that I, they could do with wrapping up in the show I'm hoping they're able to in this final run Um, okay, so number two for me is one that I don't think they confirmed the release date, but there's rumors of the release date, and that's gonna be the Boys Series 4. Um obviously I enjoyed Gen V, that was pretty good, and I know this pretty much ties into that, like the ending flows into this, and then this flows into Gen V series two. So I'm I'm very interested to see where this goes. I mean the Boys on Amazon is like one of my favourite shows out there. All three seasons have been outstanding, they've been a great adaption of a comic book to TV show. Obviously, they spun it off recently because he did that well with Gen B, which was a really, again, another good, fun, brutal, over-the-top show. I know this brings in Jeffrey Dean Morgan, which I'm looking forward to, and obviously he's helping them try and deal with Homelander uh, more. So, as I say, I haven't looked too much since. I've seen the trailer to look pretty good, but i kind of kept away from a lot of the details heavily on it because I, I like to be shocked when i see something like it. nice i don't mind the rumors and like oh that'd be pretty cool if it happens but i prefer seeing it as it happens that's the more fun part of it um okay so number one is something that i actually only like heard about heavily like over the last couple of months and it just all that what i've seen and heard about it, it just blow me away and that's shogun i'd say it in february on disney plus and again Am i Am not going to say too much on this? I, I, the reason it's drew me in heavily is I'm a big... I love Samurais, and this is drew me in because, I mean, it's one of his lead characters, actors in it. I've seen him many things, and he's really good, so I am drew heavily into it. Um, and I, I'm happy that, like, this sort of area uh, is getting heavily pushed at the moment because, obviously, we had Ghost of Tsushima. Um, we've got, obviously, the Rise of the Ronin coming out. Um is that the uh, Blue eyes Samurai series? But I'm happy, obviously, now the Shogun one, uh, which is based on a novel from 1975. Uh, apparently, it was adapted in 1980 into a TV series as well. So, yeah, obviously, that's Hiroki Sanada. Fucking loved him as a, a scorpion in the Mortal Kombat adaption. I can't wait to see, see him in that. I don't think that's like, is
1: that. Is that next year? Comes out. Because that could have definitely been on my list. Uh, didn't say. I'm guessing it's next year because they're filming at the moment. Um,
0: but yeah, it comes out February 27th on Disney Plus and Hulu and stuff like that.
1: And it's another FX series. <laughs> okay, so obviously
2: they put a lot of effort into it. Obviously in the production wasn't that great. So they basically push for it to
1: be a lot higher. Um, it's been in production since 2019.
2: Okay, okay. So, so I think it was filmed over in the UK. Nice. And Japan, which makes sense. And Vancouver, which is usually where a lot of TV shows are filmed.
0: So, um, I put a lot of effort into it, but look, like, it was 10 episodes. Last episode apparently airs on my birthday, which is nice. That's nice, that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I say that like Samurais. So that's all I'm really going to say. Uh, I'm going to move on there into video games before I start running out of Steam. Um, okay, so for the video game list, it's it's more of a case of these aren't games... When I say games that I'm going to jump at the gun at when they come out, they're games that I'm more likely will play at some point. Um, I looked through like loads of lists and there wasn't really many that looked... Like, that I wanted one to play, so that's why there's someone here that was like, I'm not jumping at them straight away, but at some point, if they go on sale, I might pick them up just to check out. Um. So then, okay. So number ten is a game um, sequel that I've only been playing the first one recently, and the first one's pretty cool. So I'll probably, I'll probably end up picking up the sequel either after I've eventually finished the first one, or just if it goes then in price. And that's going to be Hades two, and it goes into early access at some point this year as i said literally a week ago i started playing the first one um, on the steam deck which i say is pretty cool it's obviously really hack and slashy and i say once i've finished it if i fully enjoy it then i probably will pick up hades 2 straight away if i finish it in time for its release if not it's just another one that down the line that i'll pick up um once it goes on sale or something or just Once I say eventually finish the first one, if there's nothing else at the time I'm playing, that's gonna hinder me playing the sequel. Um, Okay, so number nine for me is one that again it's it's a mixed bag of stuff I've heard about, and I'm just like, oh, I probably won't pick it up when it comes out in February, but if it goes down in price and it comes out to actual decent reviews, I might eventually pick it up, and that's gonna be Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, obviously Rocksteady's next Arkhamverse game. Obviously, the idea of it alone sounds great the idea of playing as the villains the co-op aspect of it um di- fighting the justice league that sounds really cool it's just the live service nature of it and in the fact they always have to be online that's like a big draw out. there's a lot of stuff in it that's a massive draw right but there's a lot of stuff that draws me in It's one of those ones that it's hit or miss for me i probably won't pick it up in february unless as i say it it comes out to actually decent reviews people are giving it a positive spin then i go okay i'll pick it up then if not, probably again something later in the year. Like for example, we Gotham Knights when that came out, it came out to meh reviews. I eventually picked it up when it went down in price and actually did enjoy it. Obviously, it's a different stylized game in terms of what this one's aiming at. Uh, but as I say, maybe down the line, if it if it if it's, if it's reviewed good enough, I might pick it up. If it's reviewed shit, then okay, I'll just I'll just back away from it entirely and definitely wait for it to go like a dirt cheap price. Um I think I feel like they're they're hoping it probably comes out good, like the Arkham games did, but at the same time they're probably like I hope it doesn't come out as bad as uh, Gotham Knights and uh Avengers did at launch. Both of those weren't very good at launch. Um I haven't got issues with those two games. I think they're decent enough games. So I'm guessing the people behind this are probably hoping it's not like them at launch and it's more like their other games at launch. Uh cancel okay, so them number eight. Some of that I know. I've I've played already. I've enjoyed this. It, this probably draw me back into it. So it's going to be a, an easy enough game to say, yeah, it's it's going to be good. And that's going to be the Last of Us two part two remastered. Obviously, they're supposed to be up in the graphics slightly. Obviously, they're bringing it to four K. They've added some a new game mode and a few other little things here and there. It, it, this one for me is only on here because it's probably going to draw me back again into the world. Obviously, Last of Us remastered the part one that brought me back into the Last of Us world. Before the series came out, so it's probably going to be something that I'll play to tide me over until Series Two comes out. The Last of Us—that's the only reason it's on this list. Really, it's not a new game; it's just a remaster. It's just a re-release. But as I say, um, I like The Last of Us. I enjoyed Part Two. Obviously, I wasn't a massive, massive fan of some of the decisions, but I enjoyed it. So I'll be hoping to check this out. As I say it's, it's like—I think it's like a tenner as well to upgrade it for the PS4 copy. So. That's pretty cheap in my liking uh, okay so then number seven is one that Connor's brought up to me uh, recently and obviously I looked a little bit into it and it just kind of sound up my alley that skull and bones to so the Ubisoft game has been delayed so fucking many times it's ridiculous how long it's been delayed um, but uh, uh, the concept idea of it sounds pretty cool the idea pirates I mean from what I've read you can play single-player which jumps makes me jump straight at it but at the same time you can also play online with friends have a little crew, and obviously, to me, that kind of gives me a Sea of Thieves vibe, obviously, with less of a cartoony graphics, because obviously that's what Sea of Thieves is, more of a cartoony type game, which, don't get me wrong, love Sea of Thieves, it's a fun game, uh, but obviously this is a more Ubisoft game, so the pirate side of it is very more, like, for me, making me jump in it because of Assassin's Creed, because of obviously Black Flag, Rogue, both of them heavy pirates, fiend, so I'm looking forward to see. What this one actually does, and I say I'm looking forward to see the single player side of it, and I'm looking forward to see the multiplayer side of it. So, yeah, okay, I say I haven't looked too much into it, but I said the concept alone just sounds like it's one that I'll probably check out at some point. And as they've kind of picked it up, I'll probably end up picking up just to play it with him. Um, okay, so number six then is okay, I usually pick these up every year, and that's obviously going to be WWE 2K24. Um, I'm just, not too much been dropped for this one yet, but obviously. I, just literally before I started doing this, I've played the story mode a bit more on the 2K23. So I always look forward to playing the story modes on the games. They're usually a, a decent draw for me. Universe mode is pretty good, obviously. I'm hoping they add some more stuff to the, this game over 2K23 because like, then that might draw me to want to utilise 2K24 for the re- obviously recording FEW. But as I said, they haven't released too much on it. I'm not going to put it any higher, but I will put it above the ones I've already spoke about because... I say, usually, apart from 2K 2020, uh, these are uh, pretty much solid games. I have fun with them, I enjoy them, and that's that's why it's on the list. <laughs> um, okay, so number five is going to be the, the Dead by Daylight solo game, the uh, casting of Frank Stone. Obviously, I've I played Dead by Daylight before, enjoyed what i played, but it's just trying to get the people to play it with you. Uh, I'd rather have a group of friends rather than just jump into random strangers' games. So I've enjoyed what it is. I've enjoyed the other movies, characters they've brought into this universe to utilise as killers. Um, I, I like the sound of the film that they're making. I, I'm, I'm interested to see how they handle a the film. I feel like this is a good first step to see how they handle a film because this is set within the world Dead by Daylight, a single player story driven game. Uh, so this is kind of like a first step, and it's kind of like this will probably show how maybe they will handle a film. Um, so that's got me intrigued with this game and on top of that it's a super massive game which obviously they've done um until dawn on the quarry um they worked on obviously the uh dark pictures games obviously, they worked on a lot of games i've really enjoyed horror wise so that's what kind of draws me heavily towards this okay i might not be the biggest dead by daylight fan but i'm a fan of this company um i'm a fan of what dead by daylight does um so i'm interested to see how these two companies collide in single-player driven game Um so yeah that's, that's kind of why that's high on my list I don't think it's got a release date this is sometime in 2024 um okay and so number four for me is gonna be Star Wars Outlaws uh, another Ubisoft game uh, I haven't picked up the last Ubisoft game which is Avatar yet I still need to pick that up at some point to see what that's like but obviously, Star Wars games lately I mean the last two uh, j- uh, single-player story-driven ones have been good the jedi survivor and jedi fallen order they've been really good games i know this is a ubisoft ubisoft one ubisoft a lot of times are pretty much copy and paste i know i think when i was watching the trailer it looked like a bit like Watch Dogs at times some of the stuff they're doing but obviously i'm interested to see how they handle a star wars game that's kind of why it's on it. again i haven't looked too much into some of these games i kind of kept myself well, I say at the loop. I mean, i I've fully out the loop of a lot of these games because I just know the title. I've seen the gameplay when they've dropped here. I've just heard little bits and bobs here and there. I say, I mean, it's just interesting to see how Ubisoft work a Star Wars game. I know they didn't do as great with the Avatar game, but Star Wars is a more fleshed out world. So I want to see how they work. Obviously, Avatar, it's not fully fleshed out because there's so many other places in the game like, all they can do is just add like uh a new chapter to the story whereas star wars is so much already done they can easily add little bits and that into their own take on the game so i um, I say i'm interested to see where this kind of goes i'll probably will more than like pick this up when it first comes out um okay so number three for me it's gonna be luigi's mansion 2 hd i loved luigi's mansion 3 fucking love the game it's so fun uh it's hilarious, and that's why it's, 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 it's drew me heavily towards I'm more of a Luigi guy than Mario, and I, I do I've obviously wanted to check out the older games, uh and obviously when they announced they're doing the HD remake of the second one, I was like, okay, I'm in, hundred percent, I'm in. And recall if eventually they do the first one, because I don't think they've done the first one as a HD one yet, so I'd be interested to see if they brought that to life. But as I say, I'm hundred percent in. I don't think they've.
2: Have they dropped any trailers for this game yet?
0: Or have they just dropped the announcement? I don't know. I'll have to look after I've done this podcast. Um, I'm too sure if they are doing an announcement. Obviously, dropped any footage of it. Or just, as I say, announced it. But as I say, I'm looking forward to this. Nintendo usually do really good with Mario and Luigi games. Obviously, this one is an already made game. All they've done is made it HD so you can play it on the Switch. So it, this will probably draw me back into wonder on the Switch again. Because, as I say, lovely Luigi Mansion 3. Definitely want to check out Luke's Mansion 2. Um, okay, so number three. Number three. Number two. Almost cocked up there. It's going to be the Rise of the Ronin. Obviously, I mentioned that in the TV uh, section. I mentioned Shogun. Obviously, this one. I didn't hear about it until the Game Awards. Obviously, they dropped the little trailer at the Game Awards. And I was like, this looks pretty cool. It looks very Ghost of Shimmer at times. Uh, I've now been told by Connor that, obviously, the studio behind it, um, very. Souls like so they're very dark Souls like it's like a parry and stuff like that I was like it's like it's it's gonna be pretty pretty difficult. I was like, yeah, but it's samurais and it, the trailers look really good for it, so I'm probably gonna check this out in I think it said March this comes out, so it's probably gonna be my game that I end up playing from March all the way through uh into obviously April, especially if it's gonna be difficult I'll play dragging it out it's the, it's the only real like console game that's like. From first glance, it's made me go, I want to play it. Obviously, it's a PS5 game. It's the only one I've literally seen that I've gone, I want to play that. None of the other console games have screamed at me, I want to play it. Obviously, the game I put in number one, obviously, it's across all consoles. But, I mean, like, console exclusive, there's no game, really, I've seen when looking for this list that's made me go, I'm going to play that game straight away, uh, apart from Rise of the Ronin. Because, like I say, I love the theme, I love the setting, uh, and I love the idea, so... That's why it's quite high on my list here, um, and that's why I did chuck it cheekily as a nom- obviously as one of the nominees for the uh, Golden Cave Awards. That's why it's on there, because I think it deserves a, a little nod. Um, okay, so number one for me is going to be uh, The Wolf Among Us 2, obviously Telltale's long-awaited sequel, which was due out last year, but then got delayed to this year. Obviously, it was 2013 when the first one came out, so it was going to be a good 10 years later when we got the second one. But then they said the delay to make sure it was perfect. So I'm fine with that. As long as it's fucking perfect, I'm fine with the delay. Obviously, I recently just finished The Expanse, obviously, which came out last year, which has now gone into my top 10 games of last year. It's knocked out Starfield by a, fu- by a mile because it was so good. So I'm looking forward to see their return to an old franchise that they've already done. Um, the little trailer they dropped... Was it 2022 they dropped the trailer for it? It's been a fucking while. I said that little preview. Obviously, the Big B fighting the fucking Wizard of Oz characters was so fucking good, and I can't wait to wit- witness that in the actual game. It's just, it's um, it's just so good. I, I, I just love the Wolf Among Us. It's such a good IP. Um, it's got so many great characters. As I say the first game of story was excellent. Obviously, I played it on uh, many, many recordings. Obviously, on YouTube, it, it's, it's there. So if you want to check it out, I'll, I'll probably link it in the description below. It's so fucking good. If you've never checked it out, you should check it out. It's so good. Um, so I just can't wait for the second one. I can't wait to hear more about it and actually get a full-on release, official release date. Because I know they do it episodically, but I'm going to fucking get it straight away. I need to play it as soon as it comes out. Um, I don't care about the wait afterwards. It, it, I just want to play something about it straight away. Um, See so ya. Yeah. Obviously, that's my free list. Obviously, I said there's plenty of things I probably could have put in there that, if I spotted the posters, I would have gone, "Oh, that's a good hint." I, I think I think video games to the only one that, from what I've been looking at, nothing's really jumped at out the at out the page at me to say that can go in there. But the thing is, a lot of times, a lot, a lot of indie games do come out during the year, like little games, so stuff like Lethal Company, um, things like uh, a Day Out games that have actually surprisingly been decent. Uh, that could have easily Gone into a, a list beforehand, but I've not heard of them until someone's mentioned it to me. Uh, but obviously, TV shows and movies, there's, there's probably plenty out there that could be uh, that are more likely coming out in 2024 that could have easily been on the lists. Um, but still, that, that this is my free lists. Uh, if you have your own list, put them in the comments below. Um, and I'll have a little nose at them. Um, obviously, next week. Uh, It is going to be the Golden Cave Awards. Conor is back for that one. Obviously, we've got plenty of categories to go through. I think we've got 20 categories altogether to go through. Um, 18 have actually been announced. Two that haven't because there are more surprises. Um, You still have till the 14th to vote in the comments of the posts on Instagram and Facebook. Obviously, we'll add them to our tallies. At the moment, we've got three ties, which obviously we'll have to deal with. Uh, just before we actually record that episode but yeah so obviously that's not just it's not next week it's not just the Golden Cable it's also our 100th episode we've been doing this for 100 episodes now would have got there a lot sooner would have probably been there fucking months ago but obviously there's been a couple of fucking delays since we started this podcast of weeks we haven't been able to do it so hopefully we've got that out the window there's less of delays and more of a weekly basis again Um, so yeah Connor's back for next week uh let's so say you got to the fourteenth to cast your votes in the comments. Uh and then we will announce them obviously on Friday the yeah, the fucking date here. Friday the nineteenth. Uh, that'll be the f- date we announced everything. Uh so if you're not if you're a TV show movie or game is nominated, good luck. Uh we'll see if you uh see if you won. Uh okay, so yep. Either way, obviously, you can check out the podcast on YouTube. You can also check it out on uh, Apple Podcast, Audible, iTunes. iTunes, it's Apple Podcast, uh, so Spotify. I've done it in the wrong order. I meant, meant to say Spotify, Apple Podcast, Audible, Amazon Music, etc. I fucking did it in the wrong order for some reason. Um, but yeah, you can check them out there. You can check out our old podcasts. Uh, they're all there. Fucking all 98 of them plus. Or the random old episodes I've managed to re-upload from the old, old podcast. Um, And yeah. I I hope you've enjoyed my top ten most anticipated. And I shall hopefully see you next time for the Golden Cave
1: Awards and our 100th episode. So, yeah. See you next time. Goodbye.